Peace and blessings. Welcome to another episode of Boss Hijabipreneur. Women often appear to suffer from the misconception that to be successful in business or accepted in society, they have to diminish or denounce their faith or beliefs. As a business coach, I have encountered women cross-culturally who face internal conflict regarding their religious identity, maintaining their family roles, and being their most authentic selves. I developed this podcast to help guide them back to reclaiming their faith, better define their roles as women, so they can own their identity, live their absolute best life, and be a powerhouse in business. Let's tune in to today's episode, Already in Progress. Welcome back to the Boss Hijabipreneur podcast, episode 46. We will be focusing on how we can find calm in the midst of the storm in today's episode. When everything around you is in chaos, focus inward. Focus on getting yourself together. Work on yourself. Connect and reconnect with your heart. Connect with source, the creator of your heart, to find that peace. So much has happened since our last episode aired in March of 2020. I cannot believe I'm saying that. Like, (laughs) our last episode was at the end of March. SubhanAllah. The list is so long, so insert what has impacted you and those around you right here in this space. I almost feel like we need like a moment of silence for, you know, everything that has transpired in 2020. But to that, as you know, we say Alhamdulillah. As Muslims, it is imperative that we follow in the footsteps of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when we're faced with adversities like no other. What helped Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and other prophets before him to persevere was their only goal was in pleasing God, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, and knowing that if God was pleased with them, they had nothing to worry about. It's funny how when I returned to faith over five years ago, actually almost six, alhamdulillah, I somehow thought that the awakening that happened then was it, and that I had somehow arrived at the top of this mountain. You know, I even, you know, say this during, you know, some of my classes and some of the presentations um, that I do, that uh, there's never a moment where we arrive. And I extract this lesson, uh, you know, from that moment, you know, uh, you know, six years, almost six years ago, where I felt like I had arrived in returning to faith and, and reclaiming faith, faith for myself. And what I did not know is that the journey continues. Life is not about standing still. Life is not about waiting for life to kind of happen to us. We have to, you know, encounter life. We have to go out, continue walking one foot in the front in front of the other and confront life. Life is a series of epiphanies about faith and many other thoughts and ideals. It is about reaching that next level, the next level after that, and the next level after that, and so on and so on. Pushing ourselves to greater heights, greater connection, greater focus, and greater output. I came into 2020 resolute with a firm foundation in what I wanted in every area of my life. You guys can hear me saying faith, family, finances, you know, right at the tail end of 2019 going into 2020. 
And I felt that I was more focused than ever on how I was going to help the women I served through my coaching at events that I hosted, et cetera. Like I was gung-ho. Literally all of the events that I had put on in January, I went to Canada, you know, had an amazing experience, alhamdulillah, and met some truly amazing women that have truly shaped my 2020. And I'm excited for what years to come, you know, inshallah, Allah blesses me with that, you know, and us with that, that I'm looking to see how these relationships will continue to flourish. February, same thing. I had, I hosted a few more events, had some other events, traveled to Florida, just really thought like, wow, this year is going to be the year that I'm able to do more of the things that I want to do from a financial perspective, more of the things that I want to do in my business, more of the things that I want to learn and apply from a faith standpoint. Uh, you know, alhamdulillah, my family, you know, connecting with them and having better relationships with them, my friendships, all that good kind of stuff. And as we know, 2020 uh, taught us a lesson or two or a lot. <laughs> and, you know, I was determined to surround myself with women and people that would add value on my journey. And of course, I would do the same for them. As I sit here, I have my boss hijabi planner open to my vision board page. I had planned out this elaborate scheme on how the year was going to go, like I talked about just a little bit um, earlier. I'm literally flipping through the pages right now as I'm talking to you guys um, and just looking at, you know, my my vision board. And alhamdulillah, you know, um, you will find out shortly, you know, just how, you know, just Allah is the best of planners. What I was going to accomplish and exactly how I was going to accomplish it, you can find, you know, on my vision board. Inshallah, maybe I'll share it on my IG page. I'll share a picture of it, an updated picture of it on my IG page. But I am reminded of this particular ayah. But they, meaning us, plan and Allah plans and Allah is the best of planners. This is from Surah 8, Al-Anfal, Ayat 30. I'm so grateful for exactly how the year turned out though. I thought I would travel the world via plane and end up travel and ended up traveling the world via the internet, one Zoom conference at a time, one webinar at a time, and one retreat at a time. I'm looking at my uh, you know, vision board and the places that I wanted to visit. Literally, it's written down places to visit. Jamaica, Medina, Spain, London, Italy, uh, Paris. Um, I have Amsterdam on here. Um, let me see. I have some other uh, places too. Uh, I can't find them, but I have a, oh, Madrid, um, you know, Madrid is in Spain, mashallah. And, you know, just some other places that I really, you know, had on my bucket list and wanted to, um, visit, but alhamdulillah, I ended up traveling the world via the internet. Like I said, one zoom conference, webinar and retreat at a time. And I ended up meeting some amazing women from these spaces and learning from them through the different classes, the different retreats and the different webinars. So alhamdulillah. Um, my office space, instead of being at a co-working space out my, outside my home in the heart of New York, ended up being a small little space that I carved out in my living room and ends up still being in the heart of, of, of New York. So just thinking about, you know, this elaborate scheme and it ends up being uh, a, a similar version of it 
but actually the best version of it versus what we had initially, what I had initially thought for myself and what we all initially think for ourselves. The money that I thought I would make traveling to host events, I received via sponsorships um, to be to be able to host right from my living room. So, you know, I, I just using my laptop, my phone and a pair of headphones, much like I'm using right now to record this podcast episode. I launched the Boshi Dabi Academy, which is an online community for professional Muslim women looking to have better faith, relationships, finances, and fitness right from my living room. And instead of doing it alone, I now have a partner, which is so much more satisfying and takes the information we will disseminate to the next level. So instead of, you know, just extracting from my knowledge, extracting from my expertise, extracting from just what I know, now we have two of us and we're able to extract from our our areas of expertise, our background, um, and, and where we come from. And we're able to give an even more uh, well-rounded presentation to those who have joined the Boss Hijabi Academy. And uh, the Boss Hijabi Academy is probably... Um, the thing that I'm most, uh, you know, proud of, or one of the things that I'm the most proud of, um, you know, this year and the most looking forward to for the rest of 2020 and going into 2021 and beyond, inshallah. My email marketing course, which I came out with in December of uh, 2019, just really streamlining all of the information that I've gathered over the 20 plus years that I've been in business, and also the four years that I've had in, in business with BUNHD LLC, just consulting with women. You know, I really came up with a course that I felt would help women to be able to elevate their businesses, especially specifically e-commerce businesses, to the next level. Um, help to disseminate their information, et cetera. And the beauty of this is it has helped dozens of businesses during this quarantine, not only grow their businesses during this quarantine or during this pandemic, but thrive to five and six figure months during this pandemic. And I think uh, we all surprised ourselves. You know, I, alhamdulillah, knew what I was capable of, knew what I brought to the table. Um, but I, I, I think that Alhamdulillah, the plan that we put into place in December of 2019, uh, we were able to take it to the next level during this pandemic, just because we were prepared for what we for the growth that we wanted to see in 2020 uh, for these um, businesses. And, you know, subhanAllah, you know, I think we all surprised ourselves and the beauty of it, the beauty, the thing that I am the most grateful for and proud of, I think I said this on a podcast episode, is that uh, these are women of faith. And as their money increased, so did their giving, so did their um, need or their desire to give to other women, to be able to help elevate other women's businesses. And I think that for me, that is the reason why I started BUNHD in the first place. It wasn't from this selfish space. It was from this space that how can I share information that I've learned over the years that I'm still learning, you know, new information as I learn it. How can I share it with other women and how can it positively impact their lives, the lives of their families, their children, and then how can it help their community? And the way that I've been, you know, we were able to do that is by, you know, creating this sense of community and the these women understanding that they have, you know, an amana or a trust to, 
use what they've been given and to help someone else. And so I'm so uh, proud of that, alhamdulillah, as well. And I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them for stepping into that for themselves. Another goal that I thought I would start um, the foundation of, but not see it come to fruition in 2020, was the building of the water well in Somalia for my father, um, Farrakhan Abdurrahim, Rahim Allah. As of this episode, the first well is in process, and we are working on raising funds for the second and third well. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Um, you know, for me, you know, uh, you know, my father passed away when I was young, and you know, it is only now, you know, coming back to faith and understanding, you know, my place as his daughter, understanding, you know, uh, you know, just some of the things that, although my my father is no longer, you know, with us, some of the things that I'm able to do, you know. Uh, for him. And I think I, I take that very seriously. I think that, you know, it's something that, um, you know, I, I just took seriously. And I, and I, and this was the year that I said, you know what, um, inshallah, you know, I'm going to, you know, rise to the occasion and, and be able to do this. And alhamdulillah, you know, uh, together with uh, Penny Appeal USA, um, you know, I reached out to uh, one of their representatives and alhamdulillah they were able to direct me and how we could do this and alhamdulillah we've raised the money for the first well um the first well is is being built in somalia inshallah and you know as time goes on as this pandemic unfolds we will have more information on being able to visit it being able to see it etc cetera, etc cetera. so i'm looking so forward um to that and to meeting the people going to the village and inshallah meeting uh the people so alhamdulillah you can donate to this noble cause, um, a sadaqa jariya, inshallah, uh, the building of the well via our launch good campaign together with Penny Appeal USA. Um, it is simply called Build Water Wells for Somalia. You can look it up as a launch good campaign or look up my name, inshallah, Halima de Oliveira. And please, 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 if you can, donate it to, donate to it. If you can't, please share it with someone, inshallah, that can donate to it. And I know I've gone, gone on and on about all I've done, but I pray that as you're listening to this and as you listen to any episode, whether it's me talking or whether it's a guest, that between my words and accomplishments and their words and their accomplishments, that you hear this. What I've managed to check off my short-term and long-term list for this year should inspire you to check off the goals on your list, to show you that any and everything is possible with the right intention and focus. The moment we do something for the good of people outside of ourselves, it seems as if God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, comes running to our aid to answer our prayers and the entire universe conspires to help us bring it to fruition. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. One of the monthly programs uh, that I did or, you know, put forth in uh, 2020 came from, you know, women wanting to connect. And it is the book club. Um, and it came out of, again, the need for women uh, wanting to connect more in quarantine, um, you know, not necessarily having that weekly access to the masjid of going there, you know, for a halakha or going there on Juma and being able to sit, you know, with your sisters and to be able to, even if it's just for five or 10 minutes to hug and to be able to, you know, have those needed conversations. And so, you know, through the book club, I wanted to create this uh, halakha type experience uh, for these women 
women for them to be able to connect, but them to also be able to leave, you know, the 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 virtual helico or virtual connection uh, with more information that they could practically apply um, to their lives. So one of the books that we've read, so the first book that we read was uh, Great Women of Islam, one of my favorite books to recommend. Uh, I did that book for actually three classes. So I ran that for three classes, alhamdulillah. We've had over a hundred women join between all three of those classes. And it was just a beautiful experience. Now we're working on the second book. The second book is called Secrets of Divine Love, A Spiritual Journey into the Heart of Islam by our sister A. Halwa. A beautiful, beautiful, beautiful book. Um, so we held the first uh, four-week book club uh, just a, a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago. And inshallah, on September 30th, uh, we will be going into the second four-week version of this book. Uh, we felt like, uh, first of all, the book is about 300 pages or so from beginning to end. And it's not, it wasn't enough. Four weeks was not enough to get through, you know, um, all the content. The book is deep, y'all. So what I would suggest and some one of the things that uh, in the class that we talked about is that we would use this book over the next 12 months and literally uh, work to uh, put into practice uh, each each chapter and the content of each chapter in every single uh, month uh, for the next year, inshallah. And so that's one of the things that we're working on. And so for the book club, we're having another four week um, session. And I strongly recommend that you pick up um, this uh, book. And, you know, every attendee will also receive the link. So anyone who signs up for this, so just a, a small plug here for this particular course that begins on September 30th, every attendee will also receive the link to our 30-minute Q&A with the author herself, A. Halwa. So uh, at the ending of our last four-week session, uh, the author was so gracious to uh, come on and answer some of the questions for about 30 minutes or so that we had about the book, what inspired her to write the book, et cetera. So I strongly suggest that you sign up, inshallah. We'll be right back. Welcome back from the break. To give you a taste of the gems you'll find in this book, chapter eight, she dedicates to zakat. And here are a few of the things I and the class were able to extract. And the likeness of those who spend their wealth seeking to please Allah and to strengthen their souls is as a garden, high and fertile, which is hit by a downpour. So it yields its fruits in double. And even if it is not hit by a downpour, then a drizzle is sufficient. Allah sees well whatever you do. Quran Surah Baqarah, verse 265. When you have in your hands what another person's souls need, Allah is answering the person's prayer through you. When you say yes to the opportunity of serving someone in need, you are saying yes to being an instrument of God's love, compassion, generosity, and abundance. You are called by the Quran to give of what you love. Surah 3, verse 92. For loving the creation is a manifestation of our love for the creator. As the Prophet wasallam said, he has not thanked Allah who has not thanked the people. Our gratitude of Allah is not just manifested in the words of praise, but also through charitable acts of service towards his creation. When the Quran speaks of almsgiving and charity, it uses the two following forms, sadaqah or recommended charity and zakat, which is seen as an obligatory divine tax. The word sadaqah comes from the root word sidq, 
which means to speak, speak the truth, to be sincere, to give alms. At its most basic, sadaka is the giving of a gift that is rightfully ours with a sincere intention for the benefit of others and for the sake of Allah alone. Unlike zakat, sadaka is not a pillar or an obligatory act and has no conditions other than seeking to serve Allah through serving his creation. A believer who plants a tree or sows a field from which man, birds, and animals can eat is committing an act of charity. Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ramadan 2020 and this chapter changed the way I think of charity and how I give even of my time. I realized just how much more precious time is and how it can't be wasted on the trivial. The beauty of this year is that God allowed me and countless others to find our center and purpose in the work we're already doing or to make the shift into something more meaningful. Funny how having our, and I'm doing air quotes here, normal taken away helps us to refocus, recenter, and reconnect to that which is important, more meaningful, and more lasting. Even when you say the word pandemic, you envision like this chaotic, tumultuous state, but like the ocean waves as they come crashing to the shore, if you go with the tide, you have an easier time right in the midst of the storm. In this storm, I found a calm and a peace that I didn't know existed within me. My clients were able to have the same experience as they worked the same sales and marketing plan we had carved out in 2019. I talked about that before. And it was multiplied 10x as they all experienced exponential growth in their e-commerce businesses. Every day there was a new pivot. It's like being a surfer on that skateboard. You know, all of a sudden, you know, the, the, the sky darkens up and a storm is coming. In order for that surfer to come back to the shore safely, they have to ride that wave with their surfboard. They have to ride that wave. Although what's in front of them is tumultuous, although what is in, before them is chaotic. If they ride that wave, they will come surfly onto the shore. From shifting from UPS drop-offs to pickups, um, FYI, every uh, single client that I speak to, uh, they say that after the pandemic ends, um, they will implement this into their strategy or, or business. They won't be dropping off, you know, their packages or their e-commerce packages. Uh, you know, you have some of them who have gone to drop shipping uh, for some of their items. Others who, you know, physically make their items or need to physically make their items, uh, they're going to U USPS or FedEx or, um, you know, UPS uh, pickups, you know, from their, uh, you know, business straight, uh, you know, to the to the customer versus, you know, having to drop them off at the location. So, um, you know, that was a pivot that is going to actually help them, you know, to be more productive in their business post pandemic, inshallah. Um, some of them have created blogs for their businesses. So, you know, a blog can help you to disseminate information um, in a non-salesy way. So you can, you know, talk about your product, talk about the benefits of your product or service. You know, some of the businesses we help uh, sell a service versus a product. Some are a hybrid and sell both a product and a service. 
um, and you know what they're able to do. You know, they they they've created blogs um, for their businesses. Some of them are using you know more of the features on social media, uh, going live. Uh, Reels is huge now, so a lot of the businesses have gone to that. And you know, if you haven't done this already, if you're on Instagram Reels or even TikTok, you know, some people use were using this before on TikTok, but um, they're literally it's a mini commercial. It's a 15 second commercial that can talk about your product, can talk about your business or a different service that you offer, et cetera, or highlight something that you do for your customer that they may not know in those 15 second snippets. And guess what? It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, one of the businesses even created a weekly YouTube show to connect with their um, customers and to also answer any of the questions that they may have. The pandemic helped them to get creative and work smarter with what they already had. None of this is, is anything new. It's not a new uh, tool or resource. They're just leveraging it um, better. 2020 has been the next level shift in a positive direction for everyone I've come across, whether it's in their personal, spiritual, or a financial or business um, life. We create our own heaven or hell, so to speak. If we believe what is happening is good, we will experience good. If we believe it is bad, we will experience the bad. My inspirational quote of the week, in times of chaos and turmoil, please remember this. Do not forget to call upon Allah. Do not despair or become angry with Allah. Instead, pray for his rahmah and mercy over your life and the lives of others or the state of the world in general. Find the constructive way out. Allah says, and among mankind is he who worships Allah as it were upon the edge. If good befalls him, he is content therewith. But if a trial befalls him, he turns back on his face reverts to disbelief after embracing Islam. He loses both this world and the hereafter. Surah Al-Hajj, chapter 22, verse 11. And be patient. Surely Allah is with those who are the patient. Surah Al-Anfal, chapter 8, verse 46. Those who are in this world and are close to Allah will be raised in the highest of heaven. Peace be upon you because you persevered in patience. Excellent indeed is the final home. Surah Arad, chapter 13, verse 24. Jazakallah khair for tuning in. We will be back with a new episode every other week, inshallah. Um, have an episode idea or guest for our show, please email us at info at bunhd.com. alaikum. Peace and blessings be upon you. This has been another spectacular episode of Boss Hijabipreneur, brought to you by BUNHD LLC and the Not Without My Hijab stage play. To find out more about services for women of faith and business and the next city up on the tour, visit www.bunhd.com. It is our hope here at BUNHD that after each episode, you will be empowered to have a deeper connection in your spirituality, personal, and business relationships. As women of faith, we have a responsibility to learn our religion, apply it to our daily lives, and to make a positive contribution in our local and global community.